a few conversations that I like to have, it, it kind of comes from sort of, well, first of all, I want to know where your stance is with regards to um, equality of opportunities mm-hmm. or equality. Okay. And where you sort of stay on that. So on what side of the fence do you stay? Because you just spoke about this whole program here. I feel like that program would probably fall into a bit of both quality of opportunity, providing the opportunity, but also the outcome. I let you. I let you answer anyway. Where do you stand on in regards to those two? I think it's an interesting one. I think the program provides an opportunity, but people have to take that opportunity as well. Um, and and so the reason why I say it is if I, not even necessarily the program. If I look at myself, for example, um, as much as I. I can I can appreciate there's not many people that are like me in my circumstance where you know come from a rough school and you've got quite well in in your company but there are people that have had the same other opportunities as me um there are other people that you know I've been there to support trying to drive them if that makes sense so I will go through their CV, I will, you know, spend hours and hours with them talking about what different jobs they can do, do job searches with them. But they don't, I don't want to say they lack the motivation, but it's almost, they, they see the problems arise before it, before they get to that point, if that makes, makes sense. So they'll be like, oh, but you know, I don't really think I can fit this team okay, if you don't think you can fit that team, fine, why don't you make that team fit for you? Mm. And I think that's always the mentality that I've had, you know. There's been many teams that I've joined where I am the only black person in that team. And that could have put me off, but why? Like, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. And everyone, you know, it's how you use that 24 hours. And for me, I won't let anyone kind of define what I can do or what I can achieve. That's down to me. I know myself better than anyone else. So if Jenny's telling me, oh, because I've had people that said, you know, because when I was, um, I don't want to name any names, but when I was a business manager, um, I had aspirations to get that promotion. I've been doing the job for about 12 to 18 months. And I was like, right, I'm, I, I feel like I'm doing this. I could do this job in my sleep. And I feel like that's a dangerous point to get to as well. When you don't feel challenged is when you need to start thinking about okay what's next because then you get into really bad habits and in the role I was like, exactly exactly um so in the role I was like yeah I, d- I just don't feel like I'm being challenged in this so I had a conversation with my boss's boss and I was like look you know I really I really want to get this this role what is it that you guys are looking for so I can make sure I'm starting to instill that in myself that I can show you these behaviors da, 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 da. And her response was, you know, you're a bit young. I think I was 20, I was 24 at the time. She was like, oh, you're a bit young. You know, I would give you a couple more years till, you know, you're, you're ready for that AVP, um, assistant vice president role. And in my head, I was thinking. What's young got to do with anything? Surely it's based on your merit and experience. Exactly. Exactly. And this. Yeah. Is- oh, no, with that as well. Sorry to cut you off that. that like um so, so i'm a manager at my nine to five right and uh I, I have my team and one of the rules that i implemented at the start was nobody speaks about the age yeah yeah because 
naturally, what we then tend to do is look at that person, synonymize their behavior, with what uh-huh. we believe, I don't know, 21 year old would be doing when actually we should be focusing on, like you alluded to, let's the merits and what they can actually do. And we just go towards, that's what we gravitate towards. And I, yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I wish we could just change it like that. But some of some of these things are intrinsic and they're, yeah. they're actually, it's, it's a difficult thing to sort of uh, flip around. No, it's, it definitely is. And, and, and this is where I feel like it's so important to not let people define you. Because if yeah. I'd gone with what that woman had said to me, I wouldn't have then gone to apply for other roles and I wouldn't then be working in Eat Labs now. So, you know, I think credit to her because she almost made me feel like, well, I'm going to prove you wrong then. Like you say that, I'm going to prove you wrong and show you that I can get my ABP. But that's something I've always gone through. Like people always underestimate the young black girl. There's been times where I've come into meetings and because I sound... um, I can sound very professional on the phone. So when I'm talking, people might not necessarily think when they see me that it's me that they've been talking to on the phone. So there was many times where I had, you know, I was a business manager. So I was talking to a lot of my clients on the phone and then I would come and meet up with them. And then there was one person that said, oh, are you the PA for for Natalie? I was like, no, (laughs) I am Natalie. Like, that's that's me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah again like I think I, I've I've completely gone off tangent from your question and I'm so sorry for that but no, yeah I think you know the opportunities are there it just depends if what your mentality is like and how much you want to grab it so you know on the program we had people that didn't take all of the mentoring hours now that's that's that person's choice but from the person that did take the mentor hours that was able to have, you know, conversations with, with the teams about using their software there, that's the difference. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bring up any names of who that was, but, you know, again, I'm just so proud of some of the founders that, you know, went onto the program and again, just achieved really. Yeah. No, that's good. So just, just for my mental satisfaction, I'm going to put you more towards the quality of opportunity. Yes. So leveling out the playing field for everyone. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, okay, sticking with pioneers though, pioneer space, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um for you, you've done quite a lot of things. You've worked in different roles, you've 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 got a vast experience in different fields. Um I, I, I hope I can say that. Um at what point though did you believe that the position that you was at? was merely just a platform for you to get to where you need to get to oh that's a a really good question you know no because it's true if we're if we're being honest there are certain roles that it's like this isn't what i want to be doing but this will help me get to where i exactly and i feel like i speak to a lot of i speak to a lot of people that i mentored a lot of people that i you know just just have general chit chat and conversations with about the future with and a lot of a lot of the things that are common denominators with our conversations, with the ones that they feel like they're stagnant now mm. and there isn't, it's, the motivation's gone. Yeah. But the yeah, yeah. Goes, that that's your finals, that's that's your final position. But actually, if you look at it from a different perspective and you think, this can be a platform for me to mm-hmm. propel to actually get to, cool, we get that back. 
we get that tenacity back, which yeah. I believe one of the most underrated skill sets in the world just being no I, I completely agree i completely agree so i am completely with you on that so there has been certain roles where i've looked at it i'm like this isn't what i want but i will gain x skills. so i'll actually give you specific examples um so when i was um a business manager so this is a startup manager so literally my day-to-day job was opening up um, business accounts. So I was meeting new business clients that wanted to open up accounts. And, you know, we would um, look at other products depending on their business needs and stuff like that. Now, I'd been yeah. doing that job for around 12 to 18 months. Again, a lot of my roles I've been doing for 12 to 18 months. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, again, I can do this. I'm comfortable at doing this. I want to do something else. Now, not to get into deep into technicalities, but um, with the company that I work for, there's different kind of grading systems. So you come in as, as an entry level and you kind of go up depending on your promotions. So I was looking for that next grade up. Um, however, there wasn't any roles that kind of took my fancy in as well. At that point of time, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to get into. And I think this is also a big thing as well. If you don't know what you want to get into, trying different things is not a bad thing. It, it, it allows you to kind of pick, okay, this is what I enjoyed the most out of all of that. That is what I want to go through. And I think now being nine years in, I can definitely say what I do enjoy and what I don't enjoy. So my jobs are tailored to my experience of doing loads of different roles. But um Back to the story, a little side shoot there. Um, so yeah, I was I was doing this role and I was like, okay, I want the next grade up. And the only thing that was available, um, and you know what, I'm so happy it was now, but the only thing that was available was a relationship manager role where I was dealing with clients that were turning over a little bit more. So they were turning over from 500K to 1.5 mil. So from startup world, completely different clients I was dealing with. Um, but I thought, you know, what? I'm going to apply for it. It's not something I want to do. I don't want to stay here forever, but it will teach me about learning to deal with entrepreneurs that have been turning over a significant amount because, you know, don't underestimate a 1.5 mil turnover <laughs> is a very comfortable place to be. Um, so that were turning over a lot that were more established and also, it was completely different set of people that I was working with. So, again, a lot of my clients were, were white middle class men. Um, in my life, I don't know many white middle class men in my life. So, it was a good experience to be able to, A, see how white middle class men might view me as a, as a young black woman. Um, but also to learn how to communicate with them. Because... We have different communication styles. Do you get where I'm coming from? I can't yeah. relate to a white middle-class man, just like a white middle-class man can't relate to me. But if I learn to be able to communicate in the style that works for you so you can understand my point, then that's beneficial. And I think, you know, fast forward in a few years, I had to have conversations with MDs and, and with CEOs. Again, they're not from my backgrounds, but because I had had practice talking to people that I never come to contact anyway, it made it easier when it came to relate in my point as to why we need these programs in the black community. So 
definitely sidestepping drugs is don't get me twisted it's a frustrating thing to do and sometimes you can think to yourself oh why did I do this but the skills that you will learn you always take away something from anything that you do that's all that's how I think about life no matter what you do you always take whether it's an experience whether it's a skill something away from it so you definitely take away bits from sidestepping so yeah I agree a very very valuable point that people don't necessarily like to talk about yeah no and another one actually that people don't like to talk about is uh probably um failures or mistakes Mm -hmm. like undoubtedly I know that I've experienced sometimes it on my journey that you know they've been really dark you know and you know probably the fear of the unknown as well um that kind of fits into it as well um but I know there's been many a times in which I'm probably in bed and I'm tossing and turning and I'm thinking, I call it the cancer that the cancer the ambitious in it. That's what I call it. Because actually there's sometimes where I'm in bed and I'm thinking to myself, ah, oh, souls, you're not doing enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're your own every week, it. every week. <laughs> you know? like, you're not, you got to go a bit harder, man. You've got to go a bit harder. Especially, it doesn't help that we're also living in a comparison society as Everyone well. Everyone living their best life yeah it's just there whether or not you choose to you know believe in it or not Mm -hmm. naturally you're gonna pick it up you know but yeah there's times in which i'm thinking no i've got to go a bit harder and then there's times where i settle myself and i balance myself yeah actually when i speak to my boys and i speak to my female friends they're like to me do you know what bro like you make me proud man you're doing this they don't know where i come from etc 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 that balances me yeah 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 I guess from that is what's an example of a mistake or a failure that you've had to go through but you've grown through it as well so you've grew through what you went through this is a good question um you you are coming with the deep questions isn't it so a mistake that I had to grow through or learn through oh this is a good one do you know what Funnily no. enough, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't use a work example, more a life example, if that makes sense. So, oh God, I'm, we're really getting deep. I'm going to, I'm going to take a sip of my water before I start talking. <laughs> take a sip. You can have something stronger <laughs> if that helps. Mm. I probably will. Listen, I'm not on shift today, so I can definitely have a glass of wine after this. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I think... When I look back, and I think relationships are a very good one in terms of learning, because um, I, again, I'm a very people's person, so I take a lot from my relationships. And I'm not even talking about like boyfriend, girlfriend relationships. I'm talking about relationships with friends, uh, family, all kind of valuable. And I guess this is a throwback, and it's interesting because Letch will probably know the person. Um, but I think it's a great, it's a great example to use for what you're asking me. So when, um, if we rewind, uh, when I was in school, when I was in BBCS, um, after my brother passed away, I was, I think I was very fortunate to have met someone at the time that was there to kind of uh, support me emotionally, if that makes sense. Um, And kind of, there was, so... (sighs) 
I really don't want to name names or name situations because I think it, it's not necessary. But there was someone that really held me down um, after my brother passed away. And, you know, this isn't any excuse. This is more kind of looking in hindsight. But I wasn't necessarily the best, most favorable person towards them. But it wasn't something that I had recognized at the time. So, you know, that relationship ended after a year and a bit. And it, once it ended, it made me realize how much that person was a comfort for me um, and how much, not that I abused it, but I didn't value what was there when I had it, if that made sense. And I think it, don't get me twisted, obviously being young, you're like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna message this person because I'm, I'm you know, I'm not gonna do that. Da, 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 da. Um, but a few years passed and, you know, I, I dealt with my trauma, which is a big thing as well. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily talk about counselling and things like that. But when you come back to support, where we were talking earlier about support, honestly, going through counselling and it, it wasn't necessarily just, you know, you speak to the counsellor. I actually did like CBT, which was cognitive behavioural therapy, which more kind of teaches you around um the reason you react to things and kind of teaching you more about how your mind works, then this is what happened and this is how I felt. So it kind of gave me the lessons of be able, be able to manage my emotions when I'm older with certain things. Um, but yeah, after kind of doing therapy and stuff like that, I, I realized how much of an impact that person had in my life and that they deserved a sorry first of all, but also they deserved an acknowledgement of the work that they put in. Because I can appreciate sometimes when you stop talking to someone, that's it. You know, there's no kind of closure. There's none of that. And as much as I needed closure for myself, I don't know what their circumstance was or if they needed closure, but it was the right thing to do. And I think that was probably the biggest lesson that I've learned. And the lesson that I've learned in all of my relationships is, you know, understanding the other person's point of view as well I've become more emotionally intelligent in that aspect where I think not necessarily just about myself I think about how it will affect others around me but also recognizing when you do something wrong standing up for that <laughs> you know it's, it's okay to say I made a mistake um what's worse is to pretend that you haven't made the mistake and covering it up like so I, that's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned and how I you know how that I overcame that was understanding that person had an impact in my life don't take that away from the way we ended like they had an impact in my life and I'm grateful for that so now looking back 10 years later I have really happy memories of that whereas if you'd asked me that six years ago, I probably wouldn't have wanted to mention that person's name. Um, but yeah, all of that comes with growth, I think. And, you know, we all grow as people as we get older. But yeah, that would definitely probably be the one lesson that I've learned that has helped me for my relationships inside of work and outside of work as well. I think it's exceptional that you've chose um, an example of that nature as well, because I think it's important for people to admit that actually broken relationships affect us yeah um, well, not broken one but just saying like relationships successful or unsuccessful they do affect our day-to-day -day. i know that you know 
when I was in a relationship, for example, you know, you have an argument or you have a disagreement, as I like to call it. You have a, a disagreement. Are you going to work? And that's not your most yeah. efficient. Yeah. It, it does affect mm-hmm. your day to day and it affects where you need to be, et cetera, et cetera. So actually you going back, I feel like that's very mature of you. Uh, and once again, there's, there's a reason why we're calling you a pioneer, you know, you're sort of showcasing certain characteristics that only somebody with a mature, a certain degree of maturity can do. And, you know, I appreciate it. I know Letch appreciates it as well. I'm, I'm, I know Letch is looking at me and he's looking at the time. I know we're I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just, this is a great conversation. <laughs> no worries, no worries. But um, the theme that we usually go through as well when we're talking to, um, you know, people like yourselves, the pioneers that come onto the show to join us, um, is sort of, you know, five-year plan, but without sounding too cliche, five years from now, where do we see Natalie? Where do we see those cultures? Will it be the hustlers table? Will it be the hustlers culture? What is it? I love that! Like, <laughs> hey, 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 that's, a good one. that's a great one. <laughs> um, where but, do um, I see myself in five years? That's a good question. I think there's, there's a multitude of answers that I have for it. So, career-wise... I hate saying this out loud. Do you know what? I'm going to do it because it's pioneer space. We've got to be accountable for our actions, isn't it? So I have it written in one of my ambition books that in five years, I will have my MD position at Barclays. Um, I mean, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> but I've said it here now, so I'm accountable for it. Um, there's a few other things that I want to do outside of Barclays. So obviously... That's only one aspect of my life. When it, when I look kind of outside of it, so one of my long-term goals, long, long-term goals, and it's always been something that is always there in the background, is I want to set up a charity in name of my little brother. So um, it would be a meningitis charity and it would to be support the, it would to be, if I could speak, that would be fantastic. It would be to support young people that have been affected from meningitis. So some of the things that you can get from meningitis is you can lose some of your limbs and stuff like that. So what I would want to do is support them in performing arts and and sports, because again, I know how beneficial it was for me being as part of that girl band um, to build my confidence. And I can imagine how much sports and, and, you know, performing arts does that. So that's one. The hustle table will be massive. Um, will be a full team by that point. Um, but also just kind of outside of that, my little boy, I, you know, he's kind of the, the biggest thing for me, the, the biggest importance in my life. And, you know, so imagine in five years, he'll be in primary school is a bit mad so just for him to be happy just for him to you know have certain experiences that I never had when I was young I mean I was quite fortunate in terms of my mum wanted me to go swimming and my mum wanted me to do this lesson and that lesson so I want to do that for him and just you know to give him a good role model that it doesn't matter what colour you are in this life like you will achieve things if you believe he can. So, yeah, that's that's all I really want to focus on is just showing him he can do anything he puts his mind to, really. You know what? You speak like you're you're a member of the you are a member of the pioneer space. Dude. It's inspiring. <laughs> I like, mean, like if you want me, come, come and take me. I'm I'm like, free to join the team. 
right, we used yeah. to sit down. Yeah, we need, we need a, a separate conversation off air. <laughs> no, that's, that's but, um, really good. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say, you know, B, I love, I love to be in the whole thing. Like, she's talking and I'm inside of it. Like, I'm feeling it with her. You're talking about going swimming. I know I can't swim. So it's like, how wonderful would that have been if yeah. I was saying, swimming lesson like but you know what it's it's great because our experiences either teach us what we want or what we don't want do you know what i mean either way from it you had it i didn't have it but equally we're going to get to the same place in terms of you're gonna i'm gonna teach my kid so the perception of david no i think it's wonderful i think it's beautiful and i'm moving like i'm italian as well like with my hands and i do genuinely think it's amazing (laughs) And it's testament to the fact that we believe you're a pioneer as well. So there's going to be young people watching this, you know. There are going to be young people, going to be people, there are going to be people our age watching it, people older than us watching it as well. And they're going to take things away from it. And I hope they do. Um, you are a pioneer in my eyes. Um, Thank you. Let's just probably got a few things to say as well. So No, just, just one uh, more thing to say. Just, yeah, thanks for your time, Natalie. And yeah, it's been a really good, conversation and this made me very reflective i wanted to ask you what would your message be to anyone out there trying to trying to reach their dreams trying to achieve something um what advice would i give to someone so i would probably it's a good question i think my advice would be don't let fear be the reason why you don't achieve i think Everyone suffers from, everyone can suffer from imposter syndrome at some point of their life, but you have the ability for excellence. No one can tell you otherwise. You know, we all come in this life for a reason. We're all here for a reason. You know what your reason is. If that reason changes in five years, that doesn't matter. Like, just as long as you believe in everything that you are doing, yeah, go for it. That's that's probably what I would say. Don't let fear be the reason why you hold back. And you're brilliant. We all are. We all are. We all are. I think that's a good way to end it. But I'm not going to end it. We all because are. Actually, the fact that you asked that question, would you say? Oh, no, I think we just got a bit of an echo. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was going to say it's a good way to end it, but I'm not going to end it there because you did something. Like you asked that sort of question. And naturally, when somebody asked that kind of question, I feel the urge to ask, what would you have advised yourself? Uh, oh that is a good question um what would i tell myself when i was 16 um god that is a good question i would probably (laughs) tell myself in years you will be in a place that you never dreamed to imagine keep doing what you're doing keep having that same energy and keep having that same spirit because i think there's definitely times in my journey where I lost myself and I lost I lost my energy I lost my spirit and I lost who Natalie is and it's taken a while to get back to that but I've been able to achieve everything that I've achieved being me so yeah that's probably what I would tell myself don't lose yourself just just keep going for it because your life's going to change life can change in a moment fantastic well listen before we go where can we find Natalie where can the listeners find you and Natalie Hey. 
So you can find me in many places. Um, so the Coles culture, that is, I'm sure you guys will just put some some stuff, 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 stuff there. Yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm on YouTube and I have a blog. Um, all are getting, well, my Instagram's active at the moment, but the blog is definitely getting revived with this deal. The Hustle Table that is on Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you follow us because we have loads of content coming out recently. And that is it, really. The Hustle Table and the Course Culture is where you guys can find me.